This week's episode of If I Was a Betting Man is brought to you by Draft.com. Do you like fantasy sports but don't want to commit to a whole season? On Draft, you play live snake drafts with other people, just like in a season-long league. Drafts last for just one night, and once you're done drafting, that's it. No trades, no waiver wire, just set it and forget it. And the best part, play for cold, hard cash and get paid out the next day. Drafts start from just $1, so there's a draft for everyone. And all If I Was a Betting Man listeners get a free entry into a real money draft when you make your first deposit just use the promo code betting man that's right play a real money game for free just for using the promo code betting man when you make your first deposit search draft in your app store or go to draft.com and enter the promo code betting man today it's the week of the nba draft and we're back on if i was a betting man Vinny. hey buddy how you doing? Okay, how long has it been? It's been so long. Has it been at least six months? It's been probably something like that. Something like that, right? I yeah. feel like the last time I was on the show was the week before the Super Bowl. Yeah, that, and that I sounds definitely right. did not show up the week after. Yeah, that's right. That was a tough week. That certainly was. That was a gross, gross, tough week, and we had to put up with a lot of AJ. Yes. <laughs> Hello, AJ. Yeah, we miss you, AJ. Kind of. Uh, so how you been? What's new? I've been good. Uh, as you know, I think, uh, to start things off as, uh, I love this show. I want to keep doing it. Right. But I think we need to be honest about how things go. Right. And after the Super Bowl or even before it, I was, I had gone. Gambling is a lot of fun. Right. But sometimes you, uh, can go a little too far with it. Sure. Or get myself into, uh, situations. Right. You know, I was taking bets for a while. Right. And that wasn't working out as well. And uh, so I just took a step back. Took a step back. I'm never going to be the type of person that's going to be like, I'm not going to gamble anymore because that's silly. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's funny. A few years ago, I had had, a, had a, a, a little bit of a other issue. A setback? A setback. And my friend was like, gave me the alcohol anonymous book and wanted me. And I'm just like, I'm just never going to be that guy. I'm going to take right. breaks. I'm going to live and die by the sword. But, okay. But also know that, you know, we could talk sports and be honest about where we're going. And I definitely know when football season comes, I'm going to put in a bet. Right. But putting bets for basketball every day. and Right. That was insane. You think that ship has sailed. Also, baseball. Baseball. I just think, uh. I just think doing it every day is not a good thing <laughs> when you have an addictive personality. Yeah, you might be right. Maybe every Sunday you put in a bet or maybe at the beginning of the football season, I'll be like, hey, I have five grand this year to play with. Oh, and once, well, that's interesting. And once that's gone, but what happens? That needs to be it. What happens when you win with that five grand? Well, obviously, I'm going to keep betting right. it until I lose it. <laughs> right. But it's just the point. Uh, also, being, I was doing the thing that I was doing, which we could talk about now because no one come after me, where I was almost collecting bets and stuff. Right. You know, you don't want that. There's a, a line in the wire, and it's like you want it to be in the game. You're in the game. Right. And I just didn't want that in my life anymore. Yeah, that's a lot of stress when it's something that uh, is supposed to be fun. Yeah. Right? And this is going to be fun. All right. Although we have a lot to talk about today. Well, a lot of time has passed. It has. And so many crazy... uh, Things have happened. I mean, absolutely insane things have happened. Um, I feel like we should just focus on uh, the draft, which we're recording this on Wednesday night. The draft is tomorrow. Um, so hopefully we can get it out early in the morning tomorrow. Um, but just the NBA alone has so many crazy things that have happened just in the last month. Um, and let's just start because I think it'll come up organically as we go through. Let's go, let's start with the draft because even today some things happened. Um, and we can just sort of tackle these issues as they come up. Um, so let's just start with the number one pick, um, which is held by uh, New Orleans. Yes. and clearly going to be Zion. It is a sure thing, or as close as you can get. Um, he's right now against the field listed, listed at negative $9,900, which means you'd have to bet $9,900 to win 100 bucks, uh, which is absolutely insane. Um, so regardless, he's going to New Orleans, um, and now... Uh, New Orleans has a great young team now that they've stolen the entire roster from the Lakers. Yes. Uh, 
And in exchange for Davis in a uh, very surprising pick last Saturday, that uh, the repercussions of which are going to last all season long. So now, bravo to the Pelicans for that trade. I think the Pelicans uh, beat the pants off the Lakers. The Lakers, (laughs) the Lakers have, I would say, a decent chance of making the finals this year, but they're going to have a hard time winning a championship. And I think it depends on what happens with the rest of the West if they even get to the finals. And guess what? LeBron and Anthony Davis are great. But listen, guys, and the the Warriors have proven this this year. You can't win with just two guys and no bench. Yeah, absolutely. You just can't. You know, the Warriors always had Durant. Draymond, Clay. Once, once those Iguodala guys was not starting when they were at their yeah highest like, power. I'm sorry, like it's just. Are you telling me a team like the Jazz with that trade they just made today, or the Nuggets? Right. It's going to be hard. LeBron is getting older. He is reaching peaks in terms of numbers, like minutes played. That Absolutely. at some point, his well, body will break down. You also got to look at what the Raptors did this year, um, and I mean, they just they didn't play Kawhi Leonard. They monitored his minutes. They kept his minutes down all season and kept him in a to a point where he was going to be competitive in the playoffs, uh, have some legs, and he still looked gassed um, in the entire finals run, but was also dealing, excuse me, with probably a lagging, uh, a lingering leg issue. Yes. Um, that being said, uh, the Lakers are going to have a hard time filling out their five-person starting roster. Like, it's unclear who is going to be on that team. They have a lot of work to do uh, in the coming weeks because it really, they're going to have holes in their starting five, let alone, I mean, you think about what a guy like Van Vliet did coming off the bench for the Raptors. I mean, he was a key player in almost every single game. I mean, unless the Lakers think they're going to get a bunch of guys who are okay, who are going to sign minimum, I, I just don't get it. It doesn't make sense. And guess what? Anthony Davis every year, he's, listen, he's a great player. He's going to miss 20 to 25 games Absolutely. every year. LeBron is probably at a point in his career where he's going to miss 20 to 25 games. Absolutely. If not more. And It depends. If he gets hurt again, it's going to take him a long time to come back from an injury. Um, he's just at that age. So the Lakers have taken some chances, and their entire uh, MO seems to be win right now. Yeah, well, the Lakers, I, I think, definitely were like, they saw Durant go, with it, go down, right. and especially when they saw Clay go down, they right. said, this is our opportunity. Right. Because the Warriors are going to have a step back year next year. Absolutely. No Huge step back year. And that's why when I hear, you know, you're going to see teams like, again, the Jazz really think a trade like that, we're in this picture now. The right. Nuggets think they're in the picture. I'm sure the Blazers are going to make a the move. The Nuggets were good. To try to get into it. The The Rockets seem like they're crumbling. Yeah, they're destructing. Absolutely. We, we have no idea what the Rockets are going to look like uh, by the time the season starts, but it looks like something has to change over there. Yes. And I feel like, unfortunately, it might start with D'Antoni, um, who I like as a coach, but I love him. Uh, it doesn't look good for him. No. And um, uh, I, I'm telling you now not to switch ships. If, if, and I told all my friends today, if the New York Knicks do not pick R.J. Barrett. Mm-hmm. I'm done. You're done. <laughs> I am done. I have already it? made. I've already picked a new team. Really? I, the, if because if they don't pick Barrett, the Pelicans are going to pick Barrett. Right. Last year, Duke was my team. The Pelicans are going to have Barrett, Zion, uh, Lonzo. Uh, who else did they get? Um, in the deal? Uh, Brandon Bur- Ingram. Brandon Ingram. I'm gonna. If the Knicks don't take Barrett tomorrow, I'm a Pelicans fan. New Orleans is a great city. Wow. I'm done with the Knicks. If they don't do what it, it's just so obvious. It is absolutely now, so obvious. So let me ask you this. So we'll jump over the number two pick here for a minute, and we'll talk about number three. So let me ask you this: Should do the Knicks? Does it serve them to sign Kevin Durant right now to a five-year max contract? I don't believe so. Uh-huh. I won't be upset if they sign him. Right. I don't, Why, what don't you like? What What is the downside to signing? The him? downside is you're missing a year now. I love Durant, but an ACL injury. No, look at, it, uh, it, not an ACL. It's a uh, Achilles. Achilles. Sorry. Uh, they don't come back from these. Injuries. Nobody. Nobody ever really has, ever. 
But, but think about how much medicine has changed. It's not a very common in, uh, injury. Cousins uh, did it right, and he looked pretty good. Yeah. But that's he sat out a season and then injured himself by coming back because he's a man of a certain age. Here's my thing: as a Nick fan, when I saw him go down, and then when I saw Clay go down. I threw it out that he's coming. Because I'm telling you, him and Clay, I read a, a great article, and Duran was the first person to, to call Clay. And I did believe that Duran was going to leave mm-hmm. for the Knicks. However, this happening, I think with Clay going down, with the Warriors feeling that they should have won this title, I think Durant and Clay will are both going to sign back with the Warriors. The Warriors are going to take a year off, and then the Warriors are going to come back and be like, fuck you guys, we're going to win another title. That's going to be very difficult for the Warriors to do, and they're going to be ooh, they're going to be well over the luxury tax, which I mean their owner is rich enough, yeah, for that to happen. But that's just a choice they're going to have to make. They're going to have to spend a well, fortune. Here's the thing with the Warriors: you sign both of those if you decide to, and they'll sign that fortune. Right. And next year, you guys aren't that good. That, the Warriors might not be a playoff team, right. so maybe you wind up with a top five pick, and then you bring it back Durant and Clay yeah. and Green. And Curry. Yeah, absolutely. Not that I, I do think the Warriors are still a playoff team. Definitely a playoff outs. team. Um, I wouldn't say that they're going to win uh, a championship, especially with a lot of teams um, bolstering their rosters who were already good last season. And like you said, the Jazz picked up Mike Conley today. Um, that's Great a trade. huge pickup I mean, for they them. they gave up nothing. They gave up, I mean, it was... <laughs> Just my boy Grayson, that's it. Oh, Gross. Literally, Drek, Jay Crowder, Grayson Allen, and uh, oh, Kyle Corver. Yes, who's his dead body? Right, old <laughs> old man Corver, who's it's still decent off the bench, but yes. I mean, he gets gassed just as much as anyone else. Oh, he's thirty eight. Um, that's, that's fucking. So <laughs> it is crazy. So let me ask you this question: This is the thing that I'd be concerned about. So if they don't sign Durant. The thing that scares me is they're going to sign a second-tier or third-tier player to a huge amount of money and a long contract. See, what I want for them is to follow the Nets rule and be like, okay, we're not going to we're going to strike out this free agency. Let's go find teams that want that need cap space right. and will give us fucking draft picks to give us bad right. contracts for now. And do that. Short term. Short term. One year contracts. Well, you don't think the Rockets might give the Knicks Capella in a draft pick if they really want to break or, or Paul in a draft pick if they really. That is going to be a very uh, drastic move for them. I don't know if that's going to happen. I, mean, I don't think the, they're ready to pull the plug. I mean, look at the Nets. The Nets have built themselves up from the ashes. They're probably going to get wind up a Kyrie. They're, that's where I honestly think if the Nets. Ken, Durant would be the perfect signing for the Nets with Kyrie. If I'm the Nets, I would take a, I would sign him to a max if I knew that I was getting Kyrie. But mm, that's interesting. Although I think the Nets will wind up signing Kyrie and Tobias Harris. Yeah, exactly. That's that's what it most likely looks like, right? Yes. So, um, I don't know. I I I I like I I like what the Nets have done. Yeah, well, that's that's who you're looking at. That's who you're looking at. You know what the Knicks will then sell us on, right? Oh, we signed Chris Middleton. That means in two years the freak's gonna come here. Like that will be the next fucking sell. Yeah, well, that's just you know. But here's more my Knicks thing. nonsense. Robinson is a good player. Yeah, Barrett has the potential to be the best player in that draft. I agree, a hundred percent. Listen, there, there's a couple. There's a lot of things with these first three picks, and we haven't really talked about Jay Morant yet, who is. Um, right now uh, considered to be, I mean, by everyone, the number two pick for the Memphis Grizzlies. Um, Barrett, I watched him play. I watched almost every Duke game this year. Honestly, he stood out to be more than anybody else. Zion was amazing. I'm not going to say he's not amazing. No, he's but transcendent. I just don't know how his game is going to If translate. Zion isn't on that team, R.J. Barrett is the number one story in college basketball all year. Yes. He set scoring records in the ACC. He was consistent every game. He was, you know, everybody sort of is still saying, oh, you know, he didn't share the ball well. Because he was uh, one of three uh, top five guys coming out of high school on the same team yes. and he was trying to 
you know, get his points. He was trying yeah. to make himself stand out. He's thinking about his money and his career. Yes. Now he's going three in the draft. Now he's going to be playing in, uh, you know, on a team with other players. I mean, there'll be a playoff. The Knicks will be a playoff team next year, um, I believe, with Barrett. But they're not going to be. It's going to be another year that that gets thrown away. It's going to be another year. They're not in contention. No, if if they don't sign anyone, no. And they're going to sign somebody. They have room for two max contracts. They're going to sign somebody big, and then, like you were saying, it would be really nice if they could uh, somehow snipe a uh, a veteran who's got one year. The Knicks are going to wind up signing Julius Randle. That's going to be a guy. Oh, man. <laughs> it's just really sad. It is sad. Because, so think about it the other way. Like, if the Achilles doesn't happen, if he doesn't go out there and play in that game, um, and he comes to the Knicks sh- next year, and they do have the number three pick, and they do draft Barrett. I mean, what's the what's the top like? What do you think? What do you think is the uh, how high would your expectations would have My been? My expectations would have been that we would have been a top four seed. Definitely. I don't know. Listen, the Raptors to me, if they sign back Leonard, would still be better. The Bucks, if they do the right things, would still be a better team. The at Sixers. This it just depends what happens with the Sixers. I, I, I could honestly see Butler l- bolting. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I he's still, not going to. I don't think he's going to be there. I just have this feeling with Butler that he might bolt. Uh, it, but it's going to. Listen, the next few weeks are going to be great. And the NBA, bravo to the NBA that the NBA Finals ended last Thursday. Right. And guess what? Tomorrow is the draft. Yeah. And it's on everyone's mind. Absolutely. And then the week after that, you know what it is? It's the start of free agency. Yep. And bravo. The NBA has, they they just know how to keep people's eyes on the ball. Absolutely. I mean, I don't know it, what they're doing to stir up this much drama, but it's absolutely working. It's absolutely crazy what's going on in the NBA. And guess what? LeBron and Anthony Davis being together is going to be must-see must TV. So I agree 100%. So let's talk about, first of all, let's- You think Christmas Day, uh, it's uh, the Lakers versus the Pelicans? I mean, <laughs> yes, it probably will be. Right? I mean... But how good is that game going to be? Like, I don't know. I feel like Zion will probably be hurt already. Oh, I hope not. I hope not, too. But you know, he's going to be taking on a huge load that he's not used to. And he's hu- he's an enormous man. And it's just going to be really hard for him. I think he's going to probably have some uh, injury issues for on and off for and, the first season. And guys, I'm telling you, as much as I hate his father, Lonzo Ball and Ingram still have a shot to be really good players. I think LeBron stunted their growth last year. I think Ball, absolutely, I think LeBron stunted their growth. I think Ball has a chance to be an all-star in a couple of years. You know? Yes. I think it's a possibility. I don't think with Ingram, I don't think that's a possibility. Ingram also, he's got those health issues. You know, he's got to get himself sorted out. Um, and he needs he needs to be on a team where he's going to be, somebody needs to take him under his wing. And I don't know who that's going to be in New Orleans, but there was nobody like that um, in L.A. Um, anyway, let's talk about Jay Morant for a second. Jay Morant, number two pick, who made, you know, he played like a man among boys in the Ohio Valley Conference uh, for his the entire season in the NCAA. Um, he's going number two. Uh, the Grizzlies traded Mike Conley to the Utah Jazz, who are now in contention. What are the, what are the Grizzlies going to be like next year? This is a rebuild moment Oh, for them. the Grizzlies don't care. They wanted to rebuild. They got some money off the board for ne- the next few years once once that happens. I think it's a great move by the Grizzlies. I really do. So say- and, it gives, and it gives Conley a chance to really go show to be on a team that wins to be on a team that actually i mean the grizzlies made the playoffs a bunch of times yeah i mean consistently right yeah oh yeah i mean grit his entire run there grit and grind they made it to the conference finals once that's right i mean the grizzlies were a great team with mark a a great team that never you know got there but they were never gonna get there no so we'll see what they can build right now. All right. So after the third pick, you go to the fourth pick, and I'm assuming it's going to be now this fucking kid that everyone's going Merrick nuts. Garland. That if the if that if the Knicks take him, I'm going to lose my mind. I mean, I mean, I'm assuming the Pelicans might try to trade down from there. I think they're going to trade if if Barrett's there, they'll take him. 
If he's not there, they'll trade down. I think. I mean, I'm still worried that the Knicks might trade down with the Pelicans. They absolutely could. They that's absolutely my, could. That's my biggest fear. And take Jay Morant. No, no. They would take. Morant will already be gone. Oh, you're talking about trade down to fourth? You're right, because the Grizzlies I, have the second pick. Yeah, the Grizzlies, I think, trading Conley to me was the Grizzlies saying that they're taking Morant. It's done, yep. I think what I'm afraid of is that the Pelicans entice the Knicks with something. Yeah. If the Knicks really like this other kid to, to flop. They'll, they'll to swip, swap picks? To swap picks. Yeah, that's, that's absolutely a possibility. That's what I'm afraid of. And that's that's foolish. Uh, they need to. The Knicks need to do whatever they you know, can because after the third pick, the drop off in talent is massive. And honestly, I would take Barrett over Morant. Morant has no. Sh- he doesn't really have a shot. Um, he's a. He flies around the rim. I mean, the guy is athletically. He's a freak. But Barrett's developed. He also can drive to the hoop. He also has a massive wingspan. He also. I mean, he are, and he already has a shot. So that shot's just going to get better. No. And he want this is the thing. And he's got the size. He's he can bring the ball up. He can do anything you want. He Me and my Nick fans position. have been talking about it today. This kid, all he's talked about that he wants to be a Nick. He wants to. Absolutely. So why don't you want to pick a guy who has a talent, proved last year? Listen, I can't think of a a, a season in the last twenty years in college where a team was more scrutinized and had more media attention on them than Duke. Now, granted, they didn't win it all, but they got they got real close. And that kid played hard, and you know what? I think he's the perfect player for the Knicks, and I just don't get – he's 6'7", a beautiful wingspan. Yeah. That's what the Knicks need. Absolutely. And then you put him – listen, whatever we get, whatever we sign, we're going to have – we have Robinson, we have Knox, we'll have Barrett, we'll have Dominic Smith, Dennis Smith, sorry. Yeah. I'm thinking about the Mets. <laughs> There's – again – Maybe the Knicks just keep rebuilding right now. You I don't mean, have to spend the salary. What else can you do as a as especially an NBA franchise? What else can you do but just get the best players available? I mean just get the best players available, be smart, let some time look go at by. The Nets. They're finally in a position where they have some money in their wallet. You know what? The Nets were the wor- the Nets had no shot. And the Nets took a bunch of the Nets made the playoffs last year against all odds. Nobody thought they were going to be making the playoffs last year, and they were a tough team. The Knicks this year with Barrett, he's going to be up and down. Um, but I think that they're going to be a tough team to play. I think that they're going to win some good games. Yeah, and they'll be fun. And they'll be fun. I Listen, think so. I think Nick fans again. What? Uh, sometimes the, the the Knicks, the 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 owners in charge, they think like we're idiots. Like. Nick fans would be okay with three or four years of rebuilding the right way if it meant that at some point, you know, we might have enough chips that we don't have to go sign a free agent. As long as it's not like last year, you know what I mean? As long as you can see some building taking place. Last year was just, you know, scorched earth. Like, what was the point? You know, I still went to a couple games, but it was still, what was the point no. of the entire season? There's no point in watching because you know none of these guys are going to be around. No. And what's the you know you don't want to develop a attachment to any of them. Um because you have no idea what it looks like once they turn the switch to we actually want to win games now. Can I tell you but I I really I got to say again bravo to the Nets because it looks like the Nets are going to wind up. Yeah, they're going to be stacked. And the Celtics are going to be dropping. I don't know what's going on uh with Brad uh, the uh, the Celtics coach AJ's little like, brother. Well, and also I don't know what's going on with Ainge because it looks like Hawford really wanted to sign back there. Yeah, and then talks broke down. Yeah, probably because he was asking for more money than they wanted to spend. And by the way, how the fuck? How is it possible that Harrison Barnes can decline a twenty five million dollar? I have no idea. Listen, is he really going to get a hundred million out there? Maybe. It's going to be the Knicks. Maybe. Oh my God, it's going to be the Knicks. Or maybe like. I don't know. Cleveland? I don't know. Um, so anyway, the fourth pick is probably going to be Garland, uh, Culver. Hunter. Uh, Cam Reddish. Hunter will be up there, right? Hunter will be probably closer to like eight. Um, oh, no. Yeah, I would say Hunter is, is right there. Nasir Little will be probably top ten, you think? I don't think he's got, he's going to be a great NBA player. I, I don't think that that's going to work out. Um, you know who I like and that people have in the top 10 is Kobe White out of North Carolina. Yes, I like White. Uh, huge point guard. Faster than hell. Uh, jump shot is still developing, but it really 
came on well at the end of the season last year. That guy's a gamer. He is play. He plays hard. He is fun to watch. Um, I actually liked a player from North Carolina this year. That's how good he was. Um, Cam Reddish, I said. Um, people still have him in the top ten. I'm not sure why. Um, I think they're just feeling maybe. <laughs> I, I don't know. I think he's got an attitude issue. They, I don't, they, I don't they have know. I, everything I've read had Cam go into it number eight at to the Hawks. Yeah, I could definitely see that. I mean, I don't know. Hopefully, you know, maybe he, we don't know part of the story. Maybe he had an injury last year. He was trying to play through. Um, interestingly, one of the players who's not in the first round or even second round in uh, uh, the. Uh, mock draft I was the three mock drafts I was looking at today is Darius Baisley um, who is the kid who decided instead of going to Syracuse uh, was going to go to the G League and then instead of going to the G League he went to got a scholarship from New Balance that paid him a million dollars for a year he's been working out privately Um, his stock has dropped clearly the problem is and I, I want these kids to make money. I want them to get paid. They should get paid in college. The college is making a ton of money off of these kids. They should get some of the money. But it just it irritates me um, that there, there's no other choice for them besides to go play in China, to go play in Europe. Um, some kids play like this kid, um, RJ Hampton, who is going from high school. He's a five-star recruit. He's going to Japan, right? Sixth overall. No, he's going no, to New Zealand. New Zealand, sorry. Which is... Smart. He's gonna make you know. He's gonna make millions of dollars. I'm sorry. I was thinking uh, what I've noticed in baseball, where is a lot of these high school players are going to Japan, which they should. Which they absolutely should. They should. Um, you know, because the NCAA. I think that. I think that if you need the money, the the thing is, no matter where you go, this kid, this R.J. Hampton kid, when he goes to play in New Zealand, we won't know his name as well as we'll know the names of. 50 players that are, we're going to have followed all through college basketball next season. Yes. It's still the best way to put to publicize your name. Yes. You you need to get yourself out there and playing 100%. playing in the G League does not do it. No. And you know, playing overseas doesn't do it. But, but if you're a player who really needs the money and then go. You know, I say go. I say don't go to NCAA, especially if you're worried about an injury, if you've had like a history of injuries with an ankle or a knee or something, and you're worried about that happening because that kills, unfairly, that kills your stock. We see it every year. Um, but I would really, I would, I would still, I would recommend, I would say that the best thing to do is to suffer through a year of college. And I mean, it's not the worst thing in the world. Anyway, um, what do you think Kawhi Leonard's going to be next year? I think Kawhi's going to take a two-year deal with the Raptors. You do? Yeah, I think he'll be a. I think he'll sign the one year and then a player option. Really? Yeah. In twenty twenty one, he'll be a, a five and ten, or whatever that bullshit like. Right. The bird rights, and he'll be able to sign a super max. Right. I think that's when maybe he'll decide to go somewhere else. But why is he going to turn down? I don't know. Unless he really wants to go home to the Clippers. The Raptors have a good chance of repeating next year. I don't. I just don't see him leaving. They 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 did the right by him. Sixty games a year, body. They have a great team. I'm gonna think that like Paul George the year before, who didn't even win anything, that the city has sold him. He's gonna be, you know, he has a whole country rooting for him. Yeah. Uh, he'll never buy a beer in Canada again. I think he'll. I think he'll. Stay for two years. That's my... I think if he goes back, the only way they can win is if they get another starter who is value-added and who brings in some new blood because... I see. I disagree with you. I think... We see this happen. I think Sinkum is that Siakam? Star. I agree. Siakam's awesome. He's like, great and... Gasol, like, they have depth. They have a great Gasol team right there. is a great player. And Unless he really wants to go to L.A. If he really wants to be with the Clippers, he'll be there. I just but think mentally it's really tough to win two finals in a row. And I don't I don't know if that team is going to be able to do it. It's going to be really hard to keep everybody together. And the thing that adds energy when you're down is a guy who hasn't won it before, who is giving it everything he's got to win it for the first time. You know what I mean? Yes. So I don't know. I think... They're going to have a hard time repeating with Kawhi. Um, 
I would like to see it. I'm a big fan of Kawhi. I'm a big fan of uh, these finals. These finals were amazing, amazing to watch. Um, and, I mean, the Toronto Raptors as a whole, uh, I loved that team. It was great to watch, and it was tragic to watch all of the players fall away with injuries. And, you know, Curry was sick one night and was barely out there, and it just seemed like yes. it was not to be. It was and, funny. The Warriors, you know, these last few years, when they first came up, everyone loved them. They were everyone's dolls. And then obviously with when the they were rant, the underdog, when the rant came. Right. It was. I was rooting for the Warriors. I didn't want them to win in the end. I really wanted to go seven. I wanted the Warriors to have that one win in go in in Oakland, and then see a game seven. But man, they fucking bravo to them too. Like they didn't lose that championship. They just got beat, and they tried as hard as hell. Yep. Watching Iguodala. I mean, that guy when shit hits the fan, like that guy can still fucking play. And Curry was great. And you know what? They had a great shot at the end, and it just bounced off. And what I love about the Warriors is. Right when Curry missed it, you know, the timeout, Curry just smacked him on the back. It was like, hey, like, yeah, you know, like, they just have a great attitude. Like, we gave it our best. They shook it. Just, it was a great series. I was happy to see the Raptors win. Uh, I wish those injuries didn't happen. I still think I, if if Durant would have stood healthy, I, I have a feeling that would have went seven, and I don't know where it would have went. If Clay would have stood healthy that game, the Raptors would have beat them in game seven. I agree, 100%. Um, I said the same thing. And it's really upsetting. I, you never want to see a guy like Clay and Durant be out for a year. I, I don't care how much money they've made in their career. That's It's just sad. What happens? What if? What do you think the odds are that Clay signs with another team? Zero. Zero? Zero. I think the Warriors are 100% keeping Clay. You know, I saw this um, post-game press conference when uh, they had just announced um, the All-NBA teams, and they said that the guy told him that he wasn't on. He was shocked. He was like, I'm not on any of them. He was like, see, that's, he said, see, that's bullshit. And he's right. He's 100% right. And the thing that's even more bullshit about it is that that cost him a fortune. Well, it's bullshit that that's the reason. I don't like that rule. That It like, shouldn't be. Because if you wanna, on one that he's going to get. It just, it's if, just ridiculous. If you're an owner and you want to pay Clay more than anybody else and it's over whatever you know it doesn't matter if you want to pay play if you want me to play on your nba team and you want to pay me more than durant you should fucking be able to and i also think it's ridiculous and listen i'm these players have a lot too much like i don't anthony davis really upset me but i don't mind if you want to demand the trade go to the go to the front office demand the trade don't make it public one don't then say you'll only go to two teams because you're hurting the organization that has paid you. Like the Pelicans never did wrong by Anthony Davis. Yeah. But I do think it's wrong that let's say Kemba Walker really and he's making it like he wants to stay with the Hornets and he'll take class. But let's say Kemba really wanted to come to the Knicks. I'll just say them. But it's eighty million he would have to leave on the table. And I know everyone's like, Well, oh, at that point, what's eighty million? It's a lot of fucking money. Yeah. Like like, you know, these are guys who, yeah, they are going to make all this money in their careers, 100%. But $80 million is, is, like, it's... it's money life, doesn't work like... It's life-changing for the next generation, and it's it just goes like, like you know... Money like, doesn't work. There's no point where it's like people are good. Like, when you're 20 and you're like, oh, God, I can't imagine making $60,000 a year, right? There's no... It's, you, when you make $60,000 a year, you're not like, I did it. Yeah. I'm good. No. There's no way you're going to be like that. It's And it doesn't work with any amount of money. If you're striving to succeed and you hit uh, some previously thought of goal, the only thing you see is the your life the next after the next payday. Especially when you know there's a reason you can get paid that much because that means someone above you is getting paid more because of your talent. Exactly. And that's it. Yeah, uh, you know, but uh, these these next two weeks in the NBA are going to be exciting, and it's going to be curious to see how Vegas keeps flip flopping in terms of. Uh, I'll tell you what, odds they, to win. Did you see there was that one guy? They feel like insider trading, put a ten thousand dollar bet twenty five minutes before uh, Wojciechowski, uh 
Said released the, the Davis trade, right? Yes. So this guy made a massive bet in Vegas before, and Vegas is investigating it. Yes, whatever that means. Um, I wouldn't want to be investigated by Vegas. No, but uh, yeah, they're looking into it to see if there was any collusion there, which there was. Right. I hope, I hope it was Clutch Sports. I hate those fucking guys. Everybody hates them. What did they do? Why does everybody hate Clutch Sports? I don't like them. Everything I've read about how how they run things and. How this guy is all over the Lakers and getting on the flights and trying to trade players. Not, not for me. I'm, I'm over the whole LeBron James stuff. I hope they never make it. You hope they never make it to the finals? No. That would be, I would be very happy to see, see them not make it again. They have a small window. They do. And they, then have, they have a two-year window. Two-year window. It's much, much, it's much more likely the second year. year. Oh, see, I think it's this year. You think it's this year? It has to be this year. Why? Because the Warriors are going to come back and be the best team again. I think the Warriors are going to struggle to get their their footing again. I think it's going to be tough. I think Clay's going to be fine. But I think the Achilles thing is, yeah, is I th- tricky. I think the Warriors are that good of a team. They'll be back. They will be back. I think they'll be back, but I think that'll give Los Angeles enough time to build an actual team. This year, their team's going to be under construction the entire season. They're going to struggle. You know, how many coaches is LeBron going to go through? Oh, God. You know? We have Jason no idea. Jason Kidd will be the coach by uh That's the March. thing. Like, the the only reason why he is there is to pick up the pieces when LeBron gets sick of... Yeah. Uh, what's Vogel. his name? Yeah, Vogel. Um, which, if he... If Vogel is, like, a strong, uh, confident, uh, opinionated head coach... He won't be there. He won't and be there. And if Vogel was small, maybe he knew that from the beginning. He's like, yeah, you'll give me a three-year deal? Sure. You exactly. Can find, you can find me in six He's months. He's like, yeah, I'll work for six months. That's yeah. fine. For three <laughs> years worth of money. Yeah. <laughs> and the Lakers are going to look very foolish uh, once again, which they have a lot lately. And I'll tell you what, no matter what happens, three years from now, they are going to be in a, in a hole. If they have a championship or not, they're going to be struggling to get out of a hole. Three years from now, the Pelicans are going to be looking really good. I mean, let's those hope. Those unprotected draft picks. Let's, I hope so. Let's let, let's hope. You know, I, I'd like to see small market teams do Exactly. Good. I was just going to say, we got we to gotta root for these small market teams. I mean, at one point, I'd like the Knicks to fucking be good again. Yeah. But that might never happen. Between the Knicks and the Mets and the Giants. <laughs> so, you... you, you Wanted to tell a story about going to a Mets game? Oh, yeah. So, one, Big Brother got me the way I never thought they would get me. So, you know me. I'm pretty I'm pretty off the grid. Right. I am pretty off the grid. Did you throw some photos up on Insta? I mean, I'll throw photos up on Insta, but other than that, like, I try to. I don't want anyone to know who I am. I go to the Met game. I haven't been there in a year and a half. I'm super excited. I go to the ticket. I'm by myself. <laughs> I buy my ticket, section section 139, second row. And all of a sudden, I see this thing, and it's like, get into the game before everyone. I'm like, ooh, that looks fun. And the line was was long. It was a 12 o'clock game. It was like 11.50. I'm like, I just want to get in. Uh, And I go up to this thing, and it's called Clear. Have you heard of Clear? Oh, yeah, I have. Yeah. And I wasn't paying attention. And the next thing, she's the girl. Girl was pretty. She's like, oh. Just put your two uh, right fingerprints here, oh, your no. right finger here, and put your two left, and put your thumbs, and take off your glasses. Facial recognition. Yada, yada, yada. I am now, my fingerprints are in this system, my eyes, and I can just go like this at the Met game and get in. I could also do this at- Airports? Airports. But I'm also freaking out now, because now someone could- well, were you, me. were you ever a cat burglar or anything? No, but now one, God forbid I ever by accident killed someone. Right. <laughs> I or, like how you felt the need to qualify that by saying by accident. By accident. Right. Or like, but now someone has this, so can't someone frame me? No. How could they frame you? I don't know. Maybe. They I would need your finger. Well, but they have it already. So my facial recognition. So you're saying that the the people at Clear who have so maybe they're gonna clone me, like twenty thousand. You know, however, what's their how many people have Clear? Like two hundred thousand people. I don't know, but I it it. They're gonna I be a, like Bueno. He's our guy. I'm just saying, I am now part of a database in a country that I don't know where it's going. Yeah, well, that's true. You think maybe you're gonna get total recalled? 
I don't know. I think I could also one day just wind up in a fucking concentration champ, the way shit's going here. A con- concentration <laughs> champ? <laughs> and also, the other thing that I want to say about the Met game is I met this He's guy. He's so focused. I met this guy. He's the concentration champ. I met this guy in front of me. <laughs> really nice dude. There must have been a little something wrong with him, but he was like 45 years old. And he's like, he has his glove out. He's like, hey. And I'm like, hey, hey, dude. He's like, oh, I can't wait. I'm going to try to catch a ball today. This dude, Delu, I don't have the phone to show you, was up there with like the nine-year-olds, like trying to catch balls. That's nice. That's nuts. Well, listen. You're 45 let, years old. Let and, the guy have his day. Who knows what's wrong with him? I don't know. Well, he's from Staten Island, too. Right. You know. I mean, so that's it. And speaking of the Mets, I, bo- I just bought tickets this week. I am going to the Yankee-Met game. Oh, really? I will be sitting with the seven line. Really? For the Brody game. The Brody game? So Brody is going to sit with the seven line. Met Yankee. He promised at the beginning of the year. So I have front row. I bought front row tickets. Wow. To be at this game. To be like, hey, Brody, how's uh, that trade with Cano going? <laughs> hey, how's Jed Lowry going? The Mets are a disaster. Oh, my God. Well, you know, uh, Cano just played in Syracuse uh, for a week. Oh, nice. Did he run out of anything? Um... I mean, he looked very handsome signing baseballs. Cano's going to be the worst trade ever. The worst trade ever? For the Mets. I don't know about that. That's a long list of bad trades. This one's going to be bad. If this guy Diaz doesn't get... Diaz is like a gremlin, okay? (laughs) He can't pitch in rain. He can't pitch back-to-back days. He can't pitch two games. He can't start a game. He's a gremlin. He comes with fucking rules. All he could do was pitch <laughs> one game and then take off two days and pitch another game. That's the gremlin. definition of a gremlin is that they come with rules. Yeah. Don't the, doesn't a gremlin come with rules? So do Legos. Oh, I guess those are just instructions. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, I don't know. What do you? So what do you think needs to happen for the Mets? I think we need to blow it up. Blow it up, right? Yeah. You got to. <laughs> we have some really good pieces. Lonzo. We have Dominic Smith, who I'm starting to really like. We have McNeil, who, by the way, Brody wanted to put in that trade with Cano. Thank Uh God he didn't. And you just start over, man. Like, it's not happening. (laughs) So what are you going to say to Brody? If I see him, we'll we'll have to see. I mean, I will definitely be like. I think you should think about it. I I will. We have a couple weeks to talk about this. All right, good. When's the game? July 2nd. Mets-Yankees. Should be a great game. Yeah. Front row. I'm I mean, gonna, I'm gonna bring my glove that day. You should. Have you ever caught a foul ball? No. I caught one at a Cyclones game one time. That that doesn't count. Yeah. I know. It has to be a major league game to count. I wish it counted. I'll give you like it counted. I caught it no glove. Ooh, that's good. It was. I'm afraid of the doing no glove. Yeah. Because I want to catch it. Well, I'll tell you What's what. What's more embarrassing about if I don't catch it with the glove? I was showing off a little bit, and it did. It did hurt. I'm sure it did. And then this uh, little kid came up and was like, can I oh, no, fuck hold that it? Kid. Can I hold it? I was like, you can hold it. And I let the kid hold it. Okay. We've and had this conversation like, before, right? I was like, okay, give it back. <laughs> we've, had, we've had this conversation before, right? Yeah. Like giving, like the thing about needing to give a kid a foul ball. No. Well, listen, not at a Cyclones game. Well, not at a Met game. Go buy one in the gift shop. But not at a Met game. Unless it's my niece or my nephew or yeah. my own child. No. I'm well, sorry. Right. So at, at a Cyclones game, which is, what is Cyclones? Double A? Uh, single A. Are they single A? Yeah. So at a single A game, you're like, well, this isn't worth that much. Yeah. But that's why I'm not giving it away. But it's, it's not the point of if it's That worth... kid can just buy a regular baseball somewhere. It's my, not a big deal. My thing but is... if it's a pro game, then you're like, well, this is no. This is a once in a lifetime. And, and Yeah. I'm sorry. You're five years old. I'm 35. It means it's been this many years that I've waited for this. You right. can keep waiting. Yeah. That's just how I feel about that situation. <laughs> I think, honestly, I think I think that's how most people feel about it. Nah, some people like judge. Like, I would never knock my... Listen. Those are people bo- that don't love baseball. Though. Here's my thing. I'm saying I would never be you the You know how many huge- baseball games I've been to? How many baseball games do you think you've been to? I've been to over like 300. Wow. That's more than me. Just, just because I used to go to 20 games a year for a long time with the Mets. The last two years have been a little bumpy. but So I was doing like that for the Yankees, but I also haven't lived in New York City my entire life. Yes. 
So, you know, my first Yankee game was when I was in college. Remember, my family, since I'm four, four or five years old, had season tickets. So, to the Mets? Yeah. Holy moly. Yes. That's awesome. Yeah. But, uh, like, I would never, going back to the foul ball, if it's in my, if it's right here, right, the foul ball is, let's say, at me and I'm going to catch it, or if it's right here, I'm never going to jo- jump and knock some kid down. <laughs> but if it's in my possession, yes. Now, what would you do if a kid dropped it uh-huh. and it rolled to you? I think that would be the only way I would give it back. If it hits a kid first. And it drops. In the hands or anywhere. I would probably give it you back. You have to give him give the kid the ball. I would give the kid the ball. But if it's my ball and I found it, it fell in front of me, it's my ball. Right. But I think if it hit him, I would give it back. Right. If it's you or like if a if it bounced off like a somebody else's hands who's yeah. an adult near you and you recovered it, that's your ball. Yes. And if a kid looks is looking at you like, Oh, I wish I'd gotten it, just be like, Hey, listen, yeah. I've been doing this for thirty years. Yeah. And let me tell you, let's say uh Aaron Judge hits a home run to me uh-huh. at the seven line. Right. And those motherfuckers start screaming, throw it back. Right. I'm just gonna walk away. Really? I'm keeping it. You're gonna walk home? I'm not gonna walk. Yeah, I'm not throwing the fucking ball back. What, oh, because someone hit it that isn't on my team. No, I'm gonna keep it. Yeah. I Would mean, you throw it back? No. If it was, if it was the Mets, I don't know. I don't know if there's a player like if it's an Aaron Judge home run ball. That's awesome. Yeah, I'm gonna keep it. I mean, I think there's a, there's a, players all over the league that if if they hit a home run, I would keep the ball. I don't honestly though. If I was at a Red Sox game. You would throw it back? I think I would throw it back. I see I'm against you on this. It's mine. I caught it. Yeah. It's just but you could bring that ball home and do some voodoo with it. I don't know. It's kind of a psychological thing. I wonder if that actually does have any psychological impact on the team that just hit a home run. No. None. 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 Probably not. They're like, you stupid idiot. <laughs> yeah, I guess maybe I, I would just it's like those guys like that I used to scream at in the outfield and they're probably like, Okay, kid, you're a loser. Like here I am. I'm making 18 million. Years. You're right. I really care what you're what you're saying. I'll tell you what. One time I was at a Cyclones game, and uh, I was there with cousin Ricky, and he we were where you can stand right above the bullpen where they, uh, you know, basically where they warm up the pitchers, and we're standing there, and everybody's sitting, you know, on a bench, you know, looking out through the window at the field, and my cousin Ricky just picked this one guy out and started yelling his name. Over and over and over again, and they kept getting him, getting getting him up. He probably got up like, I don't know, four times, and Ricky kept yelling whatever he could think of. You know, nice mustache. That's a great hat. He was like, "You've gained weight." The whole thing, the yelling the whole time, and the people around us were actually, you know, it wasn't mean spirited. Yeah, everybody was kind of enjoying it and you know having a good laugh. And the guy was getting a little bit frustrated with him though. He was a little bit sick of it. But I'll tell you what. At the end of the game, the last inning, they put the, the kid in, and the whole place went nuts after my cousin had been screaming at him for the entire game. The whole place erupted. Everyone cheered and clapped, and that guy had a big smile on his He was shaking his head, but that guy had a – that guy had, had – okay, so it, it turned, into, Ricky, a, turned into a fun day for that guy. Okay. And we all went – we went nuts when he went out there. Ricky went nuts. That's my guy! Screaming. It was – really funny and and a fun day but anyway i think it's important to get involved yell at the players take the balls from little kids <laughs> and just enjoy yourselves out there at the ball game well you know when me and my friends go uh when we did this in the world series one of the mets have two uh two strikes like a pitcher has two strikes on someone uh-huh. we do uh thundercats thundercats Thundercats, oh, and, uh-huh. and sometimes they get the strikeout. That's our thing. Yeah. You yeah. think you're having a big impact on yeah. that? I, no, I don't, but it's fun. People get into it. That's just a thing you've done since you were like a, a child? Yeah, like 15. 15? Yeah. I'm going with the seven line, but this should be interesting. Yeah. I think it'll be fun. Maybe we'll get some new uh, viewers. Especially if Brody shows Maybe up. Maybe we'll get some new viewers. Oh, yeah? Listeners, not viewers. Wear a t-shirt. Wear, yes. one, wear one of our wear. Actually we don't have any t-shirts Maybe we'll, we? maybe we'll make one Maybe we'll make some t-shirts I'll make a t-shirt um, Alright I think that's it I think it's time to wrap it up oh, This is a good first one back It was fun um, 
just want to thank uh, the great Josh Archer, who is now uh, ripped. He is ripped. If, Josh, if you're anybody ripped. sees him out there, he's swole. I'm back at the gym, Josh. I'm trying to become a swole like you. He's bulging. Are you in the free weights? Are you hitting the free weights? I have started free weights today. Yeah. Yeah. What'd you do? Bench. Uh, no, no, no bench yet. Squat. No squats. No. No, not so, yet. So what? <laughs> what did you do? You know, I just stay in front of the thing and pick up the weights. The barbells. The barbells. Right? Yeah, that's good. My my veins come out, man. But yeah, I mean it's crazy. Like I don't know if out. like I don't. I think I'm similar to you. I don't think I'm ever gonna get swole. I think I could lift, lift weights forever. I, I think I would look maybe angular a little bit. I think I'm gonna get swole this time. You think so? Yeah, I think you could get swole. Oh wow. I'm. Yeah, I do. Thanks, buddy. Speaking of you know things I shouldn't be doing, but since you know I, I'm going to Vegas in August. Speaking of all these things and not, but that's different. You gonna do a cycle? Is that no, no cycles. <laughs> I can't do cycles. <laughs> Uh, my doctor made it very clear to me. Yeah, and everyone else, every other human. No, but my, my doctor was like, uh, that's why I'm back at the gym. He was like, you need to change your lifestyle. Really? Yeah, so I was like, okay. Wow. Yeah. That's. But I'm going to be okay, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you're going to be great. You, know, you, I you just, look good. I just need 20 years until the Mets, Knicks win. I don't think it'll be 20 years before one of them. I think, honestly, I think the Knicks are in a position where they're they're going to be... I hope. I mean, it's. it's I mean, just, it's, there's a chance I'm not a Nick fan after tomorrow. So it's just more bad luck with uh, Durant. Durant's injury is was very bad luck. Yeah, but you know what? Nick fans need to stop also being like that was bad luck. It's like we don't know if he was definitely going to come here. Honestly, I read a lot of, think, yeah, and yeah. a lot of different things. It was almost a like a lot the, of different sites. It was almost sites. like the LeBron and Laker thing. From it was a hundred percent. I mean, people were saying that it was guaranteed that it was set in stone. Maybe it still will be. Honestly, I think that there's still a very good chance that he'll come to, that he'll sign a contract with the Knicks. I think it's probably the most likely scenario because I don't think anything's changed about him winning another championship or going to play for a team that is literally nowhere, which is where the Knicks are. They're nowhere. And is, and you believe it's still smart for the Knicks to sign? Yes, I do. So we're on the same page right now. I think the Knicks should sign him. All right, that's going to wrap it up. Thanks for listening to another week of Advisor Bidding Man!